Episode 23 of the All Around Podcast, finally doing another NBA episode after a week after the season ended. But yep. been uh, a minute, been a minute, man. Yeah, so I figured we could just talk about the Twins, uh, the Lakers, and, um, you know, hey, I, I, I'll take the L. I'll take the L on this one. <laughs> I, I, I was wrong, okay? Alex was wrong. Um, it's all good, LeBron. I, I'll I'll be honest, not to interrupt you, but I mean, I, I was wrong in a lot of cases as far as uh the way the playoffs shaped up as well. So I, I'll take some of that wrongness, except for the fact that you know, <laughs> LBJ do what he do, but you know, whatever. Um, but wins his fourth title, so naturally, you know, they won four to two. Um, could have been four one, but. Uh, I was pretty impressed by Jimmy Jimmy Butler's performance in the finals, just because him just getting forty point triple doubles and or having you know thirty seven nine and eleven or something like I didn't think he was that well rounded. You know what I mean? Like I didn't oh, think yeah, he yeah. was going to be getting triple doubles like just especially on the Lakers and the Lakers are such a good defensive team and yeah. the fact that Bam was out, Drogic was out, and he was still doing it. Um, so a lot of, uh, he's definitely, he's earning that money. Um, no, I, but... I, I, I like, I like that. I like seeing him do what he, what he did. I, I liked all that. I did. I really did. But naturally everything about the GOAT conversation came up again since LeBron won his fourth title. Um, I'll let you start on how you view the GOAT conversation for now. Um, um but... all right. So. Not too many people know, but obviously, you mean it. We know when he first when he first was coming into the league. I was I was not the biggest LeBron fan, um, and you know, you, yeah. we all grew up on MJ. We all grew up on MJ. So part of me still Whoa. definitely feels definitely feels like uh, the 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 understanding of those who grew up in that era, uh, as far as just basketball wise and just what MJ was to the game and to the world essentially at that time. Um, I, I think besides Kobe, because Kobe was kind of able to do a, a little bit of that, it's, it's hard to really be Jordan in the sense of obviously taking the NBA by storm, but just what you mean to the world. Like, I mean, yeah. it's, it's a global takeover at that point. So as far as that goat conversation, I mean, we're being honest, there's a lot of goats out there that could compete with Jordan if we're being honest, you know what I mean? Uh, Kareem. Yeah, Kareem, number one. Uh, I mean, Bill Russell has the most rings possible. Um, I, I, I just, I just feel like you can make an argument for Magic. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely, you can make because he was the he was the main guy for essentially all five. Absolutely. Um, so I mean, yeah. as far as the goat conversation, I, I used to be one who'd get caught up in it uh, from time to time, depending on my mood. You might catch me in it, but like, I mean, honestly, bro, I, I could care less about the goat conversation at this point. I mean. Bro, let's just enjoy what he's doing because at the end of the day, he's doing stuff that MJ didn't and couldn't do, and MJ did things that he can't and is not going to do. So I mean, I do love it. Yeah. Um, the one thing I'm not gonna lie. So obviously the go conversation comes up across the board on all bit of social media. The one thing I caught that caught my eye that like kind of hurt my feelings 
was if you really take the separation between Jordan and uh, LeBron as far as just awards, it's almost a a um it's a whole nother career, like uh, like a, another all-star career. You know I mean, like if you just take those ratings or not those ratings, but th- just those awards rather, and you, you put them on another person, like that person <laughs> would be considered like a hall of famer. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. Which it, yeah, yeah, yeah. that hurt my feelings a little bit because it was like, dang, bro. But like, like I said, I mean, it, it is what it is. I mean, it's always going to be a conversation. I, I think LeBron has to definitely win another ring for me to literally not hear any sort of um, conversation or comparison that LeBron just did, is not even in the conversation. You know what I mean? Like, if he wins another ring, you can't say he's not even in the conversation because... Right. But, um, I, I mean, that's about it. That's, that's kind of like my feeling, my take, essentially. Well, I mean, yeah, there's just something like with what Michael Jordan did in terms of turning it and turning the NBA into like a global product, like LeBron can't do because, you know, time, yeah. just how time works. Like Jordan just came before him yeah. and was able to to do that. Just like Jordan can never be the guy who saved the NBA. Magic and Bird are the guys who saved the NBA. Right. Um, in terms of like, hey, the NBA – Games used to be on tape delay before Magic and Bird. Um, finals games would be on tape delay right. before yeah, Magic and Bird. So, uh, so like, there's that, obviously. But I will say, and it's not so much the fact that LeBron won a title with a third team and won finals MVP with a third team, and no one's ever done that. It's not so much that, because there's so much p- more player movement now than there was back then. So there is kind of, like, the choice aspect of it. It's like... Yeah, if Michael Jordan chose to leave Chicago, I mean, I think he probably could have won another title with somebody else. Um, yeah. But also... Yes, I'm sorry. Yeah, I, I agree to a certain extent, but continue. I'm sorry. Bobby, if he joined Orlando with Penny and Shaq, they would have won. Um, like, I mean, I'm not they, saying, so, they so would in have the sense won. Of like, I'm, I'm not saying that it's not possible, but... I mean, there's still a lot that goes into it. I was just watching uh, earlier on one of my breaks while I was working. Um, I was watching the Shaq interview with, um, oh, my goodness, with Ernie. And he was just kind of, like, asking Shaq, like, what what kind of, um, what kind of sped up the, the uh, breakup of him and Penny? And he was just like, it was it was it was the NBA politics. You know what I mean? It, it was a lot of that. It was a, it was it was it was money. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, there's things that separates that. Even like he was just kind of asking about the him and Kobe aspect, and he was like, when him and Kobe first got together, a lot of it was he worked on the relationship. After they had some some rough years or whatever, um, kind kind of losing and stuff like that in the beginning, then he focused on the task at hand, and he was like, Phil came in kind of changed things up a little bit and I lost focus of the relationship and I focused more on the task at hand. I'm just saying it don't matter uh, what you have essentially on paper that those those pieces still have to mesh. They still have to gel. You still have to be on the same accord. Now, granted, we all talk about, well, Kobe and Shaq hated each other and they still got the job done. Yeah, that's great. But obviously it wasn't that it wasn't as intense as the media tried to hype it up to be. 
Well, you also had guys like Rick yeah. Fox, Robert I mean, there's other vets that can even kind of yeah, calm those egos at times and kind of separate yeah. the room if need be. Brian there's Shaw. just not no guarantee that you're able to do that with guys like I mean, if MJ coming in there talking about to running his mouth and Shaq's at a point where he's like, "Look, man, I'm the future of the league. You ain't gonna come in here doing this, that, and the other to me. I don't care if you are." Mike. Yeah, but I think Shaq respected Mike. I'm not, in a way, he I'm not, probably didn't respect Kobe. At well, first. yeah, because I mean the, the age difference, right? Shaq had been there, Kobe right. was new, vice versa. You mean Shaq? But Shaq was new. Mike had already been there. I'm sure he respected him, but I'm sure he was also like. I'm going to earn my respect, too. Look, I'm out here tearing down backboards and rims and whatnot. All I'm saying is, oh, I'm, not saying on the... yeah, go ahead. I'm just saying it, uh, it's not a foregone conclusion is all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. Go ahead. Continue. Yeah. Well, I remember on, on the NBA TV when they used to do open court, which I wish they would bring back because I really liked open Same. court. But um, when they're talking about, like, the 94 season or the 95 season, it's like, uh, you know, young Shaq emerging. He goes, emerging? I, I had emerged. I had emerged. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but but I don't think it's so much the third finals MVP. It is more, hey, he everybody said he couldn't win in the West. Not only did he win in the West, but he was the number one seed in the West. Uh, they basically led wire to wire. Yes. Um, with the exception of maybe the first four games because the Clippers beat him first game of the season. But, like, uh, and then, even better, he doesn't have home court advantage as the number one seed in the bubble, and he still wins it. Now, that is an extenuating circumstance that it's like, yeah, Jordan could never have that just because stuff, you know, the pandemic didn't happen in the 90s. I get that. But still, him winning in the West, I think, is a big deal. Um, but he doesn't necessarily need six titles to pass Jordan. Yeah, I agree. I said if he wins one like, more, you, you can't tell, tell me he's yeah. No, I know that. I'm just saying in general, like for anybody that uses the titles yeah. argument, he doesn't need six titles because, like, let's say I think if he does get to six titles, I think to me, it's oh, no yeah. question oh, yeah, yeah. I would put him as the go because he's going to be number one in points. He's going to be number three in assists. He'll be number eight in rebounds. He will be um, you know, he'll have four MVPs when he really should have more. Just like, I think Jordan should have had more than five. Uh, Like, you know, Kareem is number one with six. And, but the way the MVP works, I mean, there's a lot of politics that goes into the MVP vote, but um, yeah, I mean, yes. I mean, I think saw and heard that this year, like people were literally saying that because of what you put together before the end of the season, they felt like it was too close of a race for them to give it to LeBron. And it's like, Bruh, if we're talking about a race, right? If we're talking about a race, LeBron went slow but, and steady, and he won the race, in my opinion. He hunted him down at the end of the season. Even if it ended early, like, bruh, he came and beat the next best two teams besides them in the league. Like, and, and, and guarded the best two players on that team, locked them up. And we can discredit all we want as far as the All-Star game. But the All-Star game has definitely turned around and become more of a uh, pride game, so to speak. And uh, I'd say LeBron. In the second half. What? In the second half. Uh, I mean. First I half mean, is like yeah, fun and yes, games. Okay. Yes. Okay. I, I, I will give you that. Um, but even. Okay. So even if though, like, say you're, say, say you're saying they don't play that hard in the first half. But there's still some level of understanding of like okay, this still can't get too out of hand because if we turn it on the second half, we still have to make it a game. We still have to be able to achieve the deficit that we might have created for ourselves in the first half. So 
for me personally, I, I don't agree with the mindset of like, yeah, bro, we don't play that serious until the second half. Okay, to a certain extent, I, I will agree with that. But even if that's the route we're taking, second half, I mean, he literally manned up both of those same players and his team pulled away the win. I mean, I, I just don't understand how I test you can just disregard that for me personally. Well, it's oh, I just think it's just the emphasis that the MVP is a regular season award, and you just look at regular season Giannis because they they really do he rely did, on he, statistics a lot a in regular season statistics. Yeah, and that's but if we're looking and that's who they're going to give it, bro. You're the number one team in the East and the league, right? The number what what well I don't even know what the, what the Clippers were at that time. Were they number two or were they number three? At the time no, of the All Star no, no. game, the, uh, but when the season came to a close, were they number three? Uh, Clippers were okay, two so they were two. Okay, they, they played were two. behind they played the seventeen by, by a few games or whatever. Yep. Right? They were they. The mm-hmm. Lakers still had. All I'm saying is, bruh, he he did what he needed to do as far as showing you they still ain't ready. Like it don't matter what you say. Like they still ain't ready. Is all I'm saying. So it is what it is. Yeah, but but you're right. You're right. It's a regular season award. Statistically, he had a better season. Um, and I took you off track. I apologize. I apologize. Go ahead. Uh, no, I'm, but it's just that thing of like, uh, you know, it's, it's not, I don't think it's, it's the only hardware that's really going to come out to matter is just the playoff hardware. Cause like LeBron has enough regular season hardware and people can get on the defensive player of the year train all they want. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I don't like Le- LeBron's defensive prime came during, you know, this three year stretch was when like nobody could really score on Dwight yeah. Howard. Like so and he came in second in 2009 and it's just kind of like, all right, he's been on all defensive first team before. Yeah, maybe he hasn't been on all defensive first team 10 times like Kobe. But guess what? I mean, Kobe, uh, you know, for better or worse just exhausted himself and by the time he was 33 34 his body was kind of done and he played for another couple years but he was done so you know lebron yeah you could say he takes plays off or whatever but you know he's still here at 35 he load manages during the game (laughs) yeah uh but i think with this team you know and what they're gonna do in the offseason I mean, they could add they could add a piece if guys resign for their for their player options. They could add a add like a role player, like a solid role player. But the thing is, I think you know your guys up for player options are Anthony Davis, KCP, and Rondo. And it's like, okay, does Rondo come back on another minimum deal, yeah. or do you give him a, a raise? KCP's gonna want more money, and Anthony Davis is gonna opt out because he's gonna yes, want more absolutely. Money. So. Like the thing is, you probably just re-sign those guys, take up that extra ten million that's available to you between those guys. It'll probably end up being a little more than ten million, but basically, you set yourself up so in twenty twenty, the only guy on the books for twenty twenty one because it's a player option is LeBron for forty one million, and then everything else is cap space. Like they can do what they want in twenty twenty one, so they're primed to be just as good next year. Um, we'll see what happens with guys like Dwight. Hopefully Dwight kind of sees, Hey, him taking a pay cut and being a team player worked. I don't know if he'll take another pay cut, but we'll see. Uh, 
I don't know. Well, it's it'll be interesting to see what they do because what they do in the offseason this year has pretty big implications for yep. next year. Um, As is most teams, though. But yeah, I agree. Uh, and it's just I think the fact that he won it, he won the title with, you know, people thought Rondo was washed up, he was done. People thought. You know, it's like, who, who's Alex Caruso? I think they also won this without Avery yeah. Bradley. Yeah. I think that's what people I think that's what people really fail to understand that's was big. that, like, he won this without Avery yeah. Bradley. Uh, I thought it was funny because I'm looking at their payroll. It's like, they still have to pay Lou all day. Yeah, I caught two seasons. Too. I was like, bro, that's ridiculous. <laughs> they still have to pay him $5 million a year for the next that's two ridiculous. seasons. It's like, man, that's such an yeah. awful deal. Um, but the it's – they can get better, and I think that's kind of the, a little bit of the ace in the holes. Like, yeah, we're basically adding a guy who didn't play in the playoffs with us because Avery Bradley's going to be in the playoffs with us next year, yeah. hopefully. Um, that changes a lot of things. I, but, I yeah, think, I mean, uh, can't deny it. Can't deny what? No, just it was a great – it was unexpected. You know, LeBron once again bet on himself, made himself the GM essentially, <laughs> and he won. Like – I think just big respect because, you know, after that first Warriors title, when they came back in 2016, I'm just kind of like, I was clowning LeBron. I'm like, yeah, he built a team to beat the Spurs and the Spurs weren't the ones they had to worry about. And this is why he shouldn't play GM. And then he won there, <laughs> shut me up there, comes to the Lakers. And don't get me wrong, I think, I still think they had a good shot with Anthony Davis. I just didn't think their team was very good. And they won it again. <laughs> so, like, you know, I LeBron's just been dick slapping me for the second for the second half of the 20, 2010 decade. Stupid. So it's uh it is nah. what it is. But anyway, what were you gonna say? No, I was just gonna say, um I don't even remember. You you definitely threw me off with that one. That was pretty funny. But I, I, I agree with what it's just true. Like he was right and I I've been wrong. Like it's it's I'm happy because I like LeBron, but like damn, my record is not looking good. <laughs> You're stupid. You're stupid. You're not alone, though. You're not alone, bro. I mean, at least, like you said, at least you like him. Like, imagine the people who like really bet against him and are like, bro, he's really not that good. He sucks. Da 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 da. And it's like, he's getting old. He's this. He's that. And it's like, just keep on trucking. He just keeps on trucking. But um, no, I I I'm. I'm a little nervous, I will admit, because I I think Rondo Rondo could very well, you know, take uh decline the option, take a pay cut and, and be a team guy. But I'm concerned with like I mean that that is the that is the pay cut. If he opts in, it's the oh, okay, okay. So it's so, if he opts out, so, he's gonna so want to. My concern more is I'm yeah. I'm hearing him and him and KCP could potentially opt out. I'm concerned because KCP right. had one hell of a playoff with all the shit that was talked about him. And I, I'm not going to lie, at times I talked about shit too, but it was more or less shit talk like, bro, you're better than this. Like, play up to your potential. Um, and we're gonna That's it. He showed up when Kuzma did Oh, my God. Have like, you seen? KCP was seen, um, um People no, clowning Kuzma no, all over social media. I don't care about anybody clowning Kuzma. The one you need to see is um, Shannon Sharp. Have you seen him? Uh, talking about Kuzma or just in general talking, talking about, about the Lakers? Oh. Nah, oh my god, you it. need to go look it up. Uh, if, if I find it first, I'm gonna send it to you. But he pretty much, pretty much said, okay. uh, 
he 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 trade him for a twenty four twenty four pack of Clark's wipes and uh and uh and uh and uh, <laughs> and, uh, uh <laughs> and like a, a shout out uh pin or whatever and um because he's completely disappointed with him like and, and same same I was yo he like he disappointed me more than Danny Green disappointed me because. The one thing with Danny Green is like Danny Green wasn't champion. really. He's a least champion. I'm disappointed. I'm yeah, like Danny Green's yeah. at least done it before. Exactly. He's got a resume exactly twice. Exactly twice. Kuz, you're hanging your hat on a summer league championship that you won like three years ago. Like, come on, man, come on. Are you serious? And a better than expected it, rookie it, year. That's exactly what it is. Um, I was I was disappointed in Danny Green for the simple fact of, bruh. You failed LeBron when you were in Cleveland with him in your younger days, okay? You you try you well to be no, to be fair no, to be no, fair. I no coaching no 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 because listen when he went to the Spurs, Popovich kind of has a reputation for taking those types of guys and turning them yes, into something. But, so I'm gonna put part of that on this on coaching and the fact that they just didn't huh. play the dude. Because they just had no I interest disagree. in playing him. Go and ahead. It was, finish. No, finish. finish. Okay. Please finish. I'm just saying, also, slightly different era uh, uh, where, uh, no, because, like, you did not go deep in your bench back in 2006, uh, okay? Unless you were Greg Popovich, because uh, I'm just saying. Because the same thing, Bobby, the same thing happened with Carlos Boozer when Carlos Boozer and LeBron James uh, were on the Cavs. Carlos Boozer barely yeah. played. And then he went to the Jazz, yeah. and what happened? No. All-Star. No. Danny Green's different because he had to travel the depth of the basketball. Uh, um, um, I don't, I don't, I don't know what I'm trying to get at. He, he, he went, the he went to the G yeah. League for a minute. Uh, well, the D League before he even turned into the G League. He, uh, I, I want to say he went overseas for a hot spell and then comes back, links up with the Spurs, and now he's like. This dead eye shooter that we all come to love and, and, and to be fearful of. He's got the dead yeah, shot yeah. tattoo. And then, and then the time you need to be that guy yeah. for LeBron because exactly. he had done it before. He done it against exactly. LeBron that's, and against that's exactly the Warriors. You've done it. You've done it against him so many times before and against other people. But now your guy gets you back, and he wants you to redeem yourself. Because you were just some young pup who couldn't even get on the court half the time before and couldn't be this guy that you've become to be. And that's what you give him? He needs to sign the league minimum and give LeBron everything he's got. I'm, I'm just that's I'm disappointed with Danny Green. Disappointed with Danny Green. How much is Danny Green making? Danny Green's making, he's making, yeah, he's making pretty good money. Year. He's making pretty good money for him to be shooting like that. But then I could see him signing back for for low in 2021 because they're going to go after some big fish in 2021. And that's another – hey, they could get Kawhi yeah, in 2021. Okay. They, they yeah, could. Okay. Who knows? Kawhi. You know, I, I wonder how Kawhi's feeling about yeah, Paul George right now. Uh... Uh, I, I, a quick little sidebar on the Paul George mess. What? I've, I've lost <laughs> – I've lost a lot of respect for him. Uh, a lot of people have. Uh, he is no longer ooh, my guy. Ooh. He's just the guy. He's just ooh. the guy I called. You're like, hey, I, I said he would be an all-star, but ooh. he's no longer my guy. And it's not the fact that he didn't perform. It's not even that. It's the fact that he sat up there in the post-game press conference and said, 
I think internally we knew this wasn't a championship. Uh, yeah, yeah, after he tried to uh, what? everything he said before, is, is that why? Yeah, on everything. <laughs> like, he was, like, dancing in whatever casino Lou Williams talking about, we here, mm-hmm. we here, and all this other stuff. And just uh, – and that's the other thing. The, the Clippers, they have this year to yeah. do something. And then Paul, Paul George can opt out, Kawhi can opt out, and it's a whole Blow it up. thing. Blow it so, up. And that's why, that's why Doc got yeah. out while he could. He got fired, okay. Yeah, all right. Doc was like, please. Yeah, yeah. So I want to get to that. So with the coaching carousel, Ty Lue becomes the Clippers head coach. Doc Rivers goes to Philly. The Knicks hired Tom Thibodeau. Chicago hired Billy Donovan. Uh, Jeff Van Gundy interviewed with the Rockets. Dan Van Gundy is a finalist for the Pelicans jobs. Pelicans job. Uh, Which one of these are you most interested in? Is it the Doc one or – what uh... I don't know if there's one in particular that I'm most um, intrigued with, and I'll tell you why. Uh, one, first and foremost, I'm intrigued to see what Steve Nash does with these Nets, first and foremost. Um, I'm definitely intrigued to see what Doc does with the Sixers as far as making any potential moves, um, or does he prove everybody wrong that all they needed was a coach? <laughs> because it's not like they really don't have pieces. Like, don't get me wrong. I mean, some of their pieces need need some coaching. But now that everything has been kind of aired out, it was almost like, bruh, it was, they were doing whatever the hell they wanted to do. It was almost like a really good high school yeah. team with a coach who just wasn't competent. And, you mean, and they just ran all over him. And they would practice if they wanted to practice, didn't come, if they didn't want to come type of shit. And it's just like, no, no, bruh, no. So now, like, you're bringing in a guy like Doc, um, I think, league-wide doc has that sort of respect so i'm intrigued to see what he does there and then i mean ty Lu, like he's still kind of trying to build his own resume so to speak outside of lebron so and i think he has basketball knowledge so i i really want to see what he's able to do um with with like this opportunity but also kind of just like this clusterfuck that's been thrown into his lap or that he I guess was semi willing to accept or whatever. Well, so it's I think it's like the perfect Doc Rivers situation after what happened with the Clippers. Like it is the it's a perfect like mini redemption. I'm not gonna say like complete redemption because it's not like he's a disgrace. It's just he just I just I just think he really messed up with whatever happened with the Clippers. Yeah, you but, think that's Doc's fault. You think it's I think it's partially Doc's fault. I mean, you got to get those guys in line yeah, one way or another. I mean, yes, but I feel like um, in the NBA, and like, it's not so with much a team like that. There's too many. It's bets, not, bro. I I just have a tough time. I'm I'm all for egg. Hey, you got to hold the coaching responsible. Like I said, with the Sixers, like for example. But the difference is the Sixers are still young enough, um, outside of um Horford, of like, bro, you're two big stars, and even like your supporting cast are just young, well, bro. They're too young. Who? Who, but like, who are like the big, big vets that are challenging Doc? I don't know. And that's what I'm saying. I'm not saying they're challenging Doc. I'm saying, like, bro, as a vet, he shouldn't have to sit there and get up in your shit. He shouldn't have to rah rah your ass. He should not do none of that. Look, this is the motherfucking playoffs, okay? If y'all go come to play, let's come to play. Get your, get your, get your mental together, okay? Get your body together. Like, I, I don't get me wrong. I wasn't in the bubble, so I really don't know how tough it really was being in there mentally. 
But I'm saying, like, bro, from what they express, like, if you play basketball at, at, at any level of, of high school and above, an yeah, AAU like, tournament. Bro, not even just an AAU tournament. Like, yeah. it's almost like a, like, like a, like a, a, almost like a glorified summer camp. Like, when you go to a team camp, <laughs> And you're literally, yeah. bro. You ain't got nowhere to go. You ain't got no car or nothing. It's like you can only go as far as you're allowed to walk. And let's be honest. I'm sorry. It's not like Disney is the worst place you could possibly be. I mean, we've been worse places as far as basketball concerned and bumblefuck nowhere. Having to play, you mean a bunch of teams around and around we go type of shit. And I get it. We're, we have we didn't do it for uh, what two to three months. They were there, or whatever, for that extended period of time. But all I'm saying is, bruh. You, this is literally like no worries but basketball in your body and let's go hoop it up. And I feel like Yeah, and that's why the Heat yeah, I mean that's yes, why the Heat yes. I think really and I, thrived and I think on that. We saw the teams that really maximized that process um the most because they, they were the most successful. I think the Nuggets did that, right? Um they they really honed in and locked in, although obviously a lot of their series were they had to be down like three one before they really kind of took off or whatever. But Jesus. they they did shit. They did it. That's all I'm saying. They did it. Um, so I I I don't know. I I just have a tough time blaming uh, a more more than necessary on the coach in those regards. Um, when you have a guy like Kawhi who's 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 been a champion. When you have a guy like Paul uh, Paul George who has has kind of been the guy on a team to make that engine go and. And you you not necessarily know what it takes, but bro, you you've been denied before. You know what I mean? Like I just didn't see the hunger. And then to to laugh and giggle. And then you guys got you got got, got guys like Pat Bev. You know what I mean? Like you're supposed to be you're supposed to be like this tenacious defender, and like you're missing a lot of games for whatever reason, whether you're hurt or you're quarantined. Yeah, like calf injury like, or like, yeah, bro. You wh- I, I I I once again I don't know the depths of it, but. Bro, you should be getting uh um care twenty four hours a day. I'm just like I, I, I what I just don't understand. I just, I just <laughs> bro, there's there's enough ice in Disney. Okay, the NBA brought enough enough stem. That I, I mean, players had players had uh massage guns on the benches. So I'm I'm just trying to figure out like, bro, how how is this happening? Don't get me wrong. The way I, I'm not like a, a, a Clippers fan, but like, bro, I, I just wanted to see great basketball, and I felt like we got to see it, but we were still kind of shortchanged because the fucking Clippers was up here hee hee ha ha and so fucking much with Jay. Yeah, yeah, we just hee hee ha ha. Talking about oh, we see nothing you go home, and, and at the end of the day, he got the biggest laugh of them all because y'all didn't even get. I mean, like, oh yeah, as soon <laughs> as the Clippers lost, as like, soon as they lost. <laughs> Damon McCollum hopped on social media. As, rightfully I mean, rightfully so, so, bro. I, did, rightfully I had no, so. I had no problem. But I think with the Knicks hiring Tom Thibodeau and uh, you know Stan Van Gundy being a finalist for the Pelicans, I like those hires. But to be honest, those are the coaches like before. Oh yeah, for like, sure. Those for are sure. the guys bef- those before the, guys. the guy. Like yeah. those are the guys where it's like. All right, let's weed out all the malcontents. Let's weed out all the shitty yes. ass attitudes. Let's yes. build a winning culture. You get you get them to a couple playoffs, maybe even get them like a four or five seed, right? Maybe they overperform. And then you get like the the Brad's not you're not gonna get Brad Stevens, but you get the Brad Stevens in there. You get the the yes. championship coach in there, I the spolster, right? And I then agree. they go and win. 
because Tom Thibodeau can't be there for very long because he's gonna. Yeah, I'm about to say. My careers. concern is he's he's, um, he's he's gonna he's gonna run uh all their knees out of them like Barrett. I mean, I, yeah, oh he's my. gonna run Barrett. Yeah, like ragged. Because, like, when people talk about Derrick Rose, but it's not just Derrick Rose. I mean, right, it's, yeah, yeah. it's Joakim Noah. That is I mean, Joakim Noah is help. Yeah, I mean, uh, Noah. Where was he? Gibson, the Clippers winning went, went and uh, signed Joakim Noah. Did he even touch the court in the bubble? Uh, about touch the court I as mean, much as Jared Dudley Yeah, um, hey, well, I mean, we knew Jared, we knew Jared Dudley yo. was coming on as a practice player, though. That's the difference. There was a whole hoopla about about yeah. oh they would have got Joakim Noah you know the LeBron stopper oh my god okay and that's you know the thing is like uh, and Joakim Noah had some very like he overperformed of what people in the league, projected him like to do yeah uh, in general in yes. the league I mean he won he hold on, he won a Defensive Player of the Year he finished top five in MVP one year and it was you know yeah. Rose was out. But, like, he overperformed where he was drafted. I, I just agree. want to say that about Joakim Noah because a lot of people thought he was going to be a complete bust. I don't like – I would hate to play against him, but it worked for him. So, you know, whatever. Um, <laughs> but the thing about Jared Dudley is so many people clown Jared Dudley, and I do too, but you kind of just – you do need that kind of positive veteran. Yes, yes. Guy. You do. Because um, uh, he did his thing with the Suns uh, back back in the day. Oh, yeah, don't he get it twisted. Jared like Dudley used to be – uh, 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 animal. He used yeah, to be a yeah, nice he, player. He, to, he, he was Grant Hill he was, insurance he was, he was for a, a long time. He's definitely a hooper. But but I, I'm saying, yeah, I mean, you're not in the NBA unless you can. Yeah, and now play. and now yeah. he does what he does best. He hypes up the guys that need to be hyped up. You know what I mean he celebrates on the bench, but he also mentors some of the young guys. Like you mean, you see him going over to Kuz, kind of even giving Kuz what's what. You see him talking to to Dwight like at times, like when he's coming to the bench and stuff like that. Um. Just like defensive schemes and stuff like that, but I mean, even when he played, uh, he was in the right spot. I mean, a lot of like not even saying like back then. I'm saying recently, even when he like played for like the Lakers, and uh, yeah. I'm I'm having a tough time to even remember who he played for before he came to uh to the Lakers. Who was he just with? Um, uh, he yeah. played for the, Net, uh, yes. the Nets, yes. the Brooklyn Nets, because he was doing yes. that shit with Ben Simmons, and really, it's like. Ben, don't loop yourself into this because you lose automatically once you loop yourself into something <laughs> yeah. with Jared Dudley. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like you're you're you a lose young calf arguing with a not even an old bull. I mean, he's he's about ready to be out taken out back and shot. Old, well, <laughs> yeah, old exactly. cheap. Yeah. What what are you doing, my guy? Like this this is bringing down your stock, is it? Yeah, but but I think so. I do want to get to free agents like trade possibilities and I'm just going to run through like top free agents. I separated into like your stars with options, your possible pay cut guys and the guys who are basically just going to get money. So the stars 80 is probably, he's going to opt out sign for uh, yeah. sign for a max. Which can I just say if, if uh, AD was a true winner, he, he'd take a little, a little, a little bit off the top. Just so they can make sure they can have some cushion to bring in that next guy, as LeBron kind of you know, just slightly, ever so gently fades into the background. Because I mean, realistically, that kind of needs to be what happens. AD takes the mantle. LeBron becomes the second or, or, or shadowy third guy, depending on the situation, at least through the regular season, and then he kind of turns off, uh, turns into 
playoff LeBron, right? But they they need a third guy. I would like. You get what I'm saying? The I mean, yes, they need a third guy, but they don't need no, 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 no. They need like a they need yeah, like well, a Levert, no, like they need nice like a Levert, Levert as a third guy, a guy, a, a guy who could fill it up for you know yes. 14, 15 million a year, which. No offense, Danny Green. Danny, 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 Danny Green, Danny fifteen million Green, a year. Man. But um, he needs to be younger. But so Brandon, more versatile. Brandon, yeah, well, that talk. too. But oh. Brandon Ingram, he's a restricted, restricted free agent. New Orleans is going to pay him. Uh, he'll probably yeah. get the max from New Orleans. Uh, KCP player option, uh, eight and a half million. He's probably going to opt out. He's going to want more money probably. Uh, Gordon Hayward, uh, he's going to opt in, thirty-four million. I I feel bad for him honestly. I just hope he stays healthy because. He in right. I mean, when they played the Heat, I think the first game he played at 31 minutes, I was kind of shocked because I'm like, oh, he looks pretty good. And then it's like, yeah, yeah he just didn't have his wind because that next game he came and the game after, he and wasn't it was just prepared. like, yeah, no, um, <laughs> no, <laughs> he was not. He ready. wasn't ready. He was not. He ready. wasn't ready. <laughs> uh, Demar Derozan, he's probably gonna opt in for 27 million. That would be um, a nice get for the Lakers. The, oh boy. There's no possible way. There's no possible way. But I'm just saying. There's no possible way, but also Brumman can't shoot. Uh, The way LeBron's shooting right now, I'll take LeBron's spotting up. (laughs) He doesn't have to shoot. I'll take LeBron's spotting up right about now. You know what I'm saying? But, uh, you know, so, well, there's an interesting thing where they're talking about the Spurs may – just go full rebuild and trade LaMarcus Aldridge and DeMar DeRozan just for a bunch of assets. I'm like, man, I would love to see the Spurs with just a bunch of picks and a bunch of gas just to see what they do. Um, uh, because they, they're on, they would not be very yeah, good okay. for a little bit. Is and it's Pop basically going to be the Lonnie, Pop the Lonnie Walker. I think, I, does, I think if they go full I rebuild, smell- they're going to <laughs> You're kidding me? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it does. I think I think <laughs> I think Pop would still make them contenders, uh, even if they're scraping at the bottom of the of the West. I'm sorry, but his his basketball knowledge will at least get them through. And it's not like they don't have talent. Even if they do a full rebuild, they have a bunch of young talent on that team that can still compete. You know what I mean it would just be a we have nothing to lose sort of team. Like that's literally what it'd be, but just way better coached. Right. Um. Well, I think so. So the guys I have for like, okay, these yeah, are the guys that are just going to get money. They're just going to sign for as much as they can. So Jordan Clarkson, thirteen and a half million made last year. He's going to make more because uh, playoff performance. Jay Crowder, he only made seven seven point eight million last year. He's due for a pretty big payday with how he played. Christian Wood, uh, who's the kid from Detroit, the GMA kid. Uh, he made one point six, yeah, one point six million this week, this year. He's gonna make a lot more. Tim Hardaway Jr. Bruh. I don't really know. So he's he's well, no, he's scheduled to make eighteen point nine million next year. He could opt out and make more money, but it's like, does he? It's yeah. like but this crazy million. part is, we said okay. that about you, the last but contract. Is it something where look at he, how he turned out? But but does he opt out? For like, because hey, he might make a little I'll less, but what, he'll have like a five right, year, yeah, that's eighty-five million. I tell you what, deal. if he opts out to take more, he's a fucking idiot. Only because right, he's gonna be on the trash team, bro. You might, you might as well, you might as well get what you can with with the Mavs. 
let them get one more piece in in the Mavs look hella scary. Oh my gosh. Yeah, well, Porzingis has I, to stay so healthy, I've been, I've been yes, thinking, and I'm not to make this long one. I know you're oh. trying to run through this real quick. Let's be honest. Even Porzingis looking like just uh, a tamed a tamed horse uh, sitting in a stable, a fucking unicorn. Um, I I think <laughs> I think I think, bro. Like the worst part is Luca may do. Like he may do. Are you? I, I is. I, yeah. Am I wrong? Like, bro, he literally took them. He said, look, yeah. hey, look, 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 hey, look, I know you lost, I know you lost your horn, but I'm, I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to just go ahead and, and, and handle the rest of this business. Um, You do what you can. I mean, yeah, Kristaps being a more athletic, essentially, Andrea Bargnani, Bargnani isn't terrible, but it's not a guy you pay. Oh, yeah, I mean, he doesn't deserve the him. money. He, so, he's proven that. Uh well, so next I had Jeremy Grant, player option. Imagine him going to LA. Oh, He'll opt out. They'd be a, <laughs> oh my God, they'd be ridiculous defensively. Um, Joe Harris, $7.6 million. He'll opt out. Montrez Harrell, $6 million. He'll opt out. Or what about, he's a free agent. What so about uh, no, Montrez going to the Knicks? But, what do you think? About, uh, not the Knicks, but the Nets. What do you think about that? Uh... Uh, I, I mean, it could be really nice, but he's just going to have to, you know, he better perform oh, in the playoffs. Yeah. I mean, I mean, he, he'll he be a nice energy guy to have, uh, but it's also what's the price point? Because if he's getting paid more than like 12, 13 million, <laughs> you might have a problem um, just because is, is he worth that money? Yeah. But it'd be, I mean, he'd be a nice player. But the big one is Fred Van Vliet. Made nine point three five million uh, last year. Yeah. He's a free agent, and my big thing with Fred VanVleet is he's a nice player, he averaged seventeen six. But the biggest thing about Fred VanVleet is he's no. not really a one. He's, he can play one better than I thought. He's not. He's not really a one. And his biggest, yeah, and his yeah that too. But his biggest asset is that he's basically just a shot maker. Like that's kind of it. Yeah, I agree with that. Like. Is that he hit? But it's like if he's not hitting shots, yeah. How's he really helping you? So, but he'll make question though. Question though, then he's gonna make good good money somewhere. But do do we not really see Van Fleet's full potential because of uh, Kyle Lowry? Um, that's possible, but to me, he just kind of seems. I feel like he's gonna go to a team. And he's basically going to be like oh Zach Levine God. for another That's team, so where it's like, oh, holy shit, he's averaging, he's he's averaging twenty eight points a game, and it was like, okay, how's the team doing? Well, we don't need to talk about that. Like, I feel like that's what it's going to be like a little bit. If he's the main, I'm saying, if he's the main guy somewhere, that's a problem. Oh, you should never no, be the main no, I'm guy. I'm not somewhere. saying that by any means. I think he knows that. No, but I'm saying some team, some team is going to pay him like he's the main guy. And, I'm sorry, he and does, it's going to be up to him where he's like, am I going to take and be the main guy? Name one team. I understand. But, like, I'm saying if Charlotte comes to him and offers him $28 million guy. Dollars a year, yeah, he could. does he go so to Charlotte? Who, who, um, would be the, who would be the main uh, guy in Charlotte? What, uh, Scary Terry. They just pay, paid him all that damn money. He's he, 
He's the main guy. He's oh, still not getting the job Give me a fucking break. He, he thought he give was going to be Kemba. Give me a fucking break. They're relying more on Miles Bridges and uh, DJ Washington, who are nice little pieces. Well, but well, they, need well a, they are you need because, because yeah, yeah. there was nothing scary about Terry this year other than his poor performances. So, I mean. Exactly. Um, so, the pay cut guys who could, like, take a pay cut to get on a contender. So, Gallinari. Gallinari. I did, I did see him say he wants, he wants to be year. a winner now. He wants to be a winner last now, year. he said. But go ahead. Uh, Drogic, you know, he could take a pay cut just oh, to Oh, yeah, I think, that heat, I think that happens. I think that happens, yeah. Which sure. he might do. Uh, Millsap, who made $30 million last, Paul Millsap made $30 million last year. He's basically going to have to take a pay cut by necessity because he didn't look good in the playoffs, except but other than, like, two games against the Clippers. And don't get me wrong, they were two important games. Yeah, I mean – that was if, about he, it. if he wants to stay um, in Denver, which I think he does, he he sees his role, Jared Dudley of the Nuggets. But um, yeah, I mean, bro, they they have too many pieces for him not to, you mean, t- have to take a pay cut. But go ahead. All right, um, Trisha Thompson, who made eighteen and a half million last year, Hassan Whiteside, who made twenty seven million last year. The big one that people have been talking about is Serge Ibaka, who made $23 million last year. And they've been talking Whoa, about Serge going to the Lakers. And if Serge goes like to the it. Lakers, I don't know if I like ooh, it. Yeah. You don't know if you like it. I don't like it if Serge is trying to take threes, but I like it if Serge is the – if he's like – if he – could you imagine? Could, listen, no. Could you imagine if Serge is come if he's a four coming off the bench? I, I think it depends on what happens to Dwight. To be honest, for me, okay, and then and then point. I'll tell you that's how I point. feel about it. Because if they get rid of Dwight to get Serge, what if like what if Serge is nah, bro, nah, bro, nah, bro, nah, bro, don't like you don't it. like that Serge over Dwight, Serge over Dwight. I would, I'd rather. Have. Yeah, oh, I, 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 I would take. Serge we just seen, we just seen what Dwight can do coming off the bench. Are you kidding me? <laughs> I mean, Dwight's thirty. Oh my god! Like, oh my. Serge is thirty-one, and doesn't have the injury yeah, history. Okay. So yeah, but then there's also Marcus Morris, fifty million dollars last year. He'll probably resign with the Clippers for a little less money. Um, but yeah, I'd be intrigued nah, if Serge bruh. goes to uh, if he goes to the Lakers. But then there's the trade possibilities. Um, obviously, at the head of that's Bradley Beal. There's Chris Paul, Miles Turner, Vic Oladipo, Drew Holiday, Buddy Heald. Um, so I think that's what could make the offseason. Because, like, the free agency class isn't very good. But if those types of trades happen with those guys, I think the offseason yes. gets a lot more interesting. Because Indiana is going to be looking to offload Miles Turner and Vic Oladipo because they just need assets in return. So, plus, I think they're really going to double down on, okay, we're going to go forward with Brogdon, TJ Warren, and Sabonis, and we'll get some other guys around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but uh, I, I think Buddy Hield's gonna go somewhere. Oh yeah, he's definitely he's going somewhere. And, I keep hearing rumors and, uh, that Sacramento. the Lakers should uh, look at him. And Twenty-six million dollars, six man. No, don't sign him. No, I don't not for fits. $26 million. I don't even know no, where no, I no. want to see no, Buddy Hill. No, no. Like, I feel like he belongs in Sacramento. I, I mean, I get that he's not happy. Um, but, like, I, I, where – I don't I don't know. I don't see him really anywhere, honestly. 
If look, if the Nets are really trying to trade mm. for a third guy, go after him. Don't well, go and don't go after. Why him. would the Nets I, do that? I, I feel like the Nets have all the people no, they need. Exactly. I don't look. No, they they do. They do. I'm saying if the Nets really want to go after a third guy, I'm saying I'm I don't agree with going after a third guy. But instead of going after Beal, I would go after Heald. That's that's just what I'm saying because I think Heald would be more likely to take a backseat to KD and. Kyrie than Beal would be and I mean people talking about Chris Paul getting traded to the Bucks in a last ditch effort to keep Giannis around it's like good luck making that yeah, trade I'm not gonna lie. I don't think I heard good that luck. One. because OKC OKC is gonna want assets in just the Bucks I mean the Bucks have picks it's not like they don't have picks but uh, I, I just don't know if they're willing to give them away for Chris Paul and they don't know if Giannis is gonna stay I, I, so um, and Oladipo, I don't know what his value really is because yeah. he just he ain't the same player, at least right now. Um, he needs a season though. But, he needs a season. Yeah, he needs I don't a, know. A, and, a legit season. But Drew, Drew Holiday, wherever he goes, I'm oh, yeah, I'm automatically like interested. So, um, yeah, Drew, he's a he's a oh, really guy, he's a very good two way player. Um, I've been a fan. I mean that that would be a nice Lakers piece, but the thing is, is how does he fit in? I mean, he he will fit in with the Lakers, but it's like you got Rondo, KCP, nah, just, Avery Bradley, we just, Caruso. We just talked about KCP's you, probably like, leaving, bro. So, I, I don't see KCP staying, man. But they're not gonna they're not gonna pay him big bucks, bro. They're not well, that, paying him big bucks. Not this year. Relatively, yeah, that's big what I'm saying. Like, they're not gonna pay him fifteen million a year. Is what you're saying, right? Well, he, he might come back on like a one year, twelve million. Like if he comes back for fifteen, it's gonna be uh, one year. I don't even know. Like don't even it won't be a multi year. Well, I'm saying if I'm saying if 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 he somehow like let's say somehow he's like oh KCP's getting fifteen million from the Lakers. Yeah, like, it's a one year deal. No, I it's what like, that better be one year. That ain't gonna be three, four, four year yeah, deal. Exactly. Yeah, fifteen a year. That'd be ridiculous. Oh right. my gosh. Um. So my last two bits were so Daryl Morey yeah. sat down as GM for the Rockets, which is like I think everybody just saw that coming. Um, but the cool thing about Daryl Morey is he was basically, yeah, you know, money ball for the NBA uh, by necessity because the owners would not let him uh, dip into the tax. Um, but I think the biggest thing with his tenure is. He kept the he kept Houston competitive without ever really bottoming out. Like the worst teams they had were like fringe West teams with winning records. But I remember he had that really fun team with Drogic mm. and Kyle Lowry. Like that was a really fun offensive team. They didn't make the playoffs when they came in ninth place in the West, and they were like forty three and thirty nine or something. But they right. were a lot of fun because they just put up a ton of points. Um, uh, so. Obviously, he started with Yao Ming and Tracy McGrady, and then injuries kind of derailed that, and he was still able to stay competitive uh, with guys like Shane Battier and Ron Artest and uh, Skip to My Lou and uh, um, <laughs> <was> Chuck Hayes. <laughs> they kept Chuck yeah. Hayes around in the league for a while. Um, but, yeah, and I, I'll probably take, probably take a little break, but I'm, I'd be interested to see if he comes back as a GM for somebody, I'm I'm very interested to see where he goes and if he has. Yeah, I'm more sure that'd probably be his next venture. Is like wherever he goes, he would want to be able to, you know I mean, flex that muscle a little bit more than he 
ever been able mm-hmm. to do. Yeah. Right, have a little more cap flexibility. Um, so my last one is, uh, what are the Warriors going to do? Because they have a lot of flexibility. They have the number two pick in the draft. They have a $17 million trade exception for Andre Iguodala. And they have the Wiggins contract. And they can use all those to get a star, to Anybody. trade for a star without really losing yeah. – anything from their core. Yeah. So I'm interested to see if they just trade for like a marginal piece or if they just trade down in the draft and get like a solid role player and then just wait for the Giannis sweepstakes or if they just try and trade for Giannis like right now and just try and bet on keeping them. Like I have no what the, uh, clue. I br- I I, even um, with all that, I don't see the Bucks giving up Giannis like that, bro. Like, well, if he doesn't sign the supermax this off season, and he's basically yeah, like, nope, I mean, I'm gonna test that, the waters. I don't think he's gonna say that. You gotta I mean, consider gonna it. Say, I wanna, I wanna play this season, and if I, I, I mean, th- that doesn't mean I, w- I can't or won't sign the supermax. You I mean after the season? But I want to play this season first and see how it goes. Type of shit. I mean, he could very well do that and try to make it seem like he's he's uh, team friendly and all that good stuff. And you I mean he could change my mind, change during the course of the season, some things up. I mean, he could always flip the script at any point. So I mean, there's a lot that can go into that. Yeah, he could. I just don't know. Just I just don't know if Milwaukee is going to be. I mean, everything I'm everything I'm seeing is saying Milwaukee's all know. in on doing whatever they can to keep Giannis. I mean, even even they, like from what I've seen, from what I've seen, and I mean, it's it's just articles. They're just articles. I mean, nothing spectacular. I mean, but they talking about even if he doesn't sign the 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 uh the supermax or whatever. They're talking about they're still gonna go after him. They're still they're still gonna go ahead and pursue him and act like everything's honky dory. So I mean, I'm intrigued mm-hmm. to see how that goes. Well, if they trade for Chris Paul, it's like okay, it's a nice piece. I still don't think that team. I just don't. I just don't think that team wins at all. Um, I think they're in a better position. Yeah. I don't think Bledsoe's the guy, but it's just like. All right, you got to bet on Chris Paul being healthy for another season yeah. uh, and through the postseason, which, you know, he's doing his old his vegan old, diet thing, which worked out good for old him. good old vegan so we'll diet thing. Why are you hating on my guy? Um, no, I, I love Chris Paul, he's, and I really want to see him get a ring before he retires. He's kick the bucket. Um, Don't do my guy like that. So I, do my guy like that. No, no, before. Well, I was gonna say it's. I was gonna say before he's done, but I was just like before he retires. Um, but I don't know. That was all I had. No, sir. I don't no, know if sir. you had anything else. Well, um, started I playing Mafia Definitive Edition. Uh, it's yeah, uh, it. it's pretty good. It's pretty good. Yeah, you know, I barely remember the first one. I mean, yeah. I didn't play the first one. I watched you play the first one. Um, so the fact that they completely remade the game is cool. Obviously the graphics are great. Um, you know, the world is, it seems a little, it's interesting. Like the colors are kind of very washed out, which I think makes sense in the thirties. Cause like the forties, they're a little more vibrant. Like in LA noir, the colors are a little more vibrant in the thirties. Cause it's like the depression and all this other stuff. It's a little more washed out. 
But my God, some of the voice acting <laughs> is like so cartoonish because it's supposed to be Chicago. It's like, uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, no, I was over at this guy's house a over bit, here. Bit over like, Jesus. But, but yeah, so and we'll get a game podcast in later this week. Uh, I know Phil Spencer said some interesting stuff about the Bethesda purchase, which basically confirms everything I've said, but whatever. Uh, everything we've said, my bad. Everything we've said. Uh, uh, but yeah, but also we're up to 52 <laughs> followers on Instagram. So, yeah, we've literally gained, we've literally gained like 19 followers up. in the last like two weeks. It's pretty crazy. Um, so there's that. But uh, if you like the podcast, please rate, review, and subscribe. We're available anywhere you get your podcasts. We were added to Overcast last week. Overcast, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Breaker, Anchor, Radio Public, Pocket Casts. Um, you can follow us on Instagram at the all around the dot all dot around or on Twitter at the all around the underscore all underscore around. But uh, yeah, I think that'll do it. Do that, I gotta man. go get a, do get a workout in. What's going on with the rest of this household, man? <laughs>